by divine accident. And Naomi lauds that by saying, the Lord has not stopped showing loving kindness. Sometimes we see God bringing hope with that which happens entirely independent of us. We experience hope from beyond ourselves, from God. Sometimes we can't do anything but pray. And all we do is trust and hope that God is going to work doing something beyond ourselves. Enid likes to hear from our kids. You as mothers probably do too. A few weeks ago, after not hearing from one of them for a particularly morning, long period everybody. of time, like she wished slash prayed for a call. Now, she didn't text them, though, and guilt so them into calling. To see you all. She just uh, we'd like to sing knew number it. 353 and wouldn't the you know it, on the day Lord, she wished, on the day she prayed, the call came out of so nowhere. We'll sing it through. I remember Ken Clausen years ago time. asking us as a congregation to pray for a friend of his who Three had fallen times. off a ladder. And I mentioned that one because I think you also would have known who that was, or many of you would have. Heather Campbell Entz asked us for a con- as a congregation too, and I remember the words, pray with boldness. When Phil, our former pastor, our friend, had his medical crisis. This past week, Shirley and Elmer Joy had many people praying, many of us, as Elmer went through his medical crisis. Beyond our control, we pray. Those of you who have lost spouses or family, you know that it just takes time to grieve. You don't know when the healing's going to listen to your children Anyway, thank you. Jesus. It was nice to have that refreshing rain. Please stand to sing Rain Down. Uh, if you want to follow along in the bulletin, you're welcome. I'm just going to point out a few things there. On the second page, let's remember uh, the people listed here Christina Putz, Elmer and Shirley Joy, Tony and Eva. <clears throat> let's remember to pray for them this week. service with Steinbeck Mennonite Church at the beginning of July, and uh, they need to join us here, and next Sunday, August the 12th, we won't have worship here, we'll be going to join them at SMC, so 
for a sister church, same denomination that we are here in Manitoba. And so let's feel that we can join each other, um, and join each other's services during the summer. So if you're um, looking to go to church next Sunday, if you're around and would have come to Grace, then please go to Steinbeck Mennonite next Sunday morning for the worship service there. You'll get an announcement also in the constant contact. And they do have finger food lunch, so you can go and go to worship and not only for worship, but if you would like, you can bring finger food and uh, just put it in the kitchen there and join them for lunch as well. So I hope that you can enjoy that time with them um, next Sunday at worship in Steinbeck. figure it out. We've done this before, so well, some of you maybe haven't, but <laughs> we'll just sort of see how it goes here, okay? All right.
six measures of Apparently barley I'll be into doing it. the solo part. And then he helped oh, place the bundle on her. <laughs> Thank you, that worked out town. just fine. And number 27 in Ruth, that same book. went back to her mother-in-law. of the Bible. And Naomi asked her, so how did it go, my daughter? And Ruth told her all that Boaz had said. And he gave me these six measures of barley, she added, telling me, don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. And Naomi said, God of the Bible, God in the gospel, hope seen in Jesus, hope yet to come. You are our center, daylight or darkness, freedom or prison. You are our fresh as the morning Selling the property of our relative Elimelech. God in our struggles, I I God in our hunger, and suggesting that you buy it in the presence of these people seated here and the elders of our town. If you will redeem it, feeding with the property. And the guardian redeemer said, well, then I cannot do it. You redeem it. That would endanger my own estate. In those days, the redemption and transfer of land once more even to the
Last week, Ange, with help from some others, was painting as Sunday school rooms in preparation for the fall. Before the, the children come up this again. morning, we're having lunch just like together. to tell you that the children's Amanda story will be part of far less our whole when there were more story this morning. We've been going through the book of Ruth. Some of you have been here, some of you have not, or for some of it. Today, we'd like to go through the whole book of Ruth again and they make and implement a plan. And I'd like you to hear on Boaz to be faithful to hopelessness to hope in this we heard from Kyle in his first sermon about and then a foreigner a young woman I'm going to explain receiving this part hope I've used the term as she lived with Naomi times, and moved to Bethlehem the guardian with her. redeemer we heard about Those hope from Randall as he talked about the, redeemer the command to leave from the extra grain in the field so that those who did not have to come along and collect would come and have to the what aid they of needed. distressed they were family members. For, and that would bring hope. When a family member would and fall last into week debt, we read about a woman who in that culture would have been very insecure they might have to sell marriage or, or in this case Naomi was a widow with, she with would have a no sons. And a family within then the responsibility to buy the land rested with the family moving for future generations. As we hear the story again today and I'll and, and that the family points. would be taken care May of. You hear your own Faithfulness stories to this also practice. Know that God and no one knows how well it actually worked or how much it was actually practiced and used because as we saw in this case, story. the buyer said, I can't do it. It will endanger my own estate. But that rule, that command, meant that God's hopes for all to be cared for would be realized Hi, by the actions of the community and the family. We experience Don't get hope too comfortable God. because we're going to move a little bit. And today, we experience okay? hope when we all follow today Jesus. Today we're going to start telling a story, and you'll be able to hear it if you can pay attention other. once you're back in your pews. I sat at telling on the other day, and some of you volunteer about there. About a woman, I talked with people who have become community Naomi to each other in many ways. Ruth. The other night, I heard about a very difficult hey, situation, almost a family here. that has broken up. Are we ready to start? But that person who comes there and okay. sits there day after day, now, or during week after the time that the judge finds hope, and, and you don't know who the judges are, but place. there's a story in the Bible about them. And it's there was a famine in the land. It's hope for Have them. you ever heard the word famine? We hear. You know what it means? Grace. It means when simply in being or in what we actually do, we provide hope for people from Bethlehem. They're not alone. Together with his wife, and we need to continually look around to see. Decided to go to a different country to live there for a while. I've spoken with a couple of people recently that are going through difficult times. Go to Moab. How much they appreciate. Let's go. The community. Okay, you follow me. I'll keep telling the story as we go. Okay, here we go. We have resources. Well. The other the day I heard someone talking Elimelech. about someone else who had Can lent a large Elimelech? sum of money to someone no. and they might okay. not get it back. His wife's name was Naomi. Yes, Can you say that's Naomi? That's an example actually of what we could all be there doing with go. money that okay. maybe we wouldn't miss if we used it to be God's hands and feet helping others. Class. Ronald Rollheiser writes okay, about well, praying for people in his book, and The Holy his son's names were He wonders Malon about how and often we are to be answers to either. our prayers. They were if we're praying that someone has friends, you know what an Ephrathite is? resources or no. job opportunities, like we can. Mm-hmm. When finished praying, he and says, And they were from Bethlehem and Judah. Give and those they went to advocate or Moab for those jobs. to live there. For a while. Prayer is then, he says, well, why don't we sit down in Moab? To be there we go. We're as in much a different as country for those now. Of who need us to be faithful. It does look different. Well, now, Elimelech, to close, Naomi's husband, died while they long. were in Moab. It's and never so over until Naomi it's over. was left without Hope for us and for those she who come after two sons. They married two story. women from there. We One was named the Orpah. Future. And one was we named don't just Ruth. Live for now. But after ten God's years, God's work is not only you know for happens? us. 
her son died. We are instant gratification, folks. And she was left without her two husbands and her son. For now and for her husband and her two sons. And we can forget that we live for the future. To pass things on. What's that? Is that a phone call? Faith in Jesus. Better answer that. Good life. Hello. On and on and on. Oh, really? In Ruth, it's the future that Naomi finally sees a son. Renewed news. life and sustained in her well, old age. Well, thank you very much. And in the names of well, Obed and when Jesse Naomi and David, and we recognize we that see the Lord had come to the aid of his people and given them food back in their home country. You know what she and her daughter-in-laws decided to as do? As Jesus followers, we can't help but see that back. this is the story well, of Jesus. Well, let's start going back the Messiah, to the Savior, going being back born home. to give hope to the okay. world. You like it here, well, yeah. line of David. So her daughter-in-laws and her, they set out from where they were living in this story. But... On the way, God's work, our lives are so much Let's bigger sit than down us. Again. My cousin is here this weekend. We're celebrating On the way, she said, you know what, my daughters, with family and don't a few come with me. Come from Saskatchewan. Go back to your mother's home. He's farming the land that was farmed by his dad, like you showed kindness to which me. was farmed previously by his, by family. my grandfather. And then she and which I've heard correctly, and he said yesterday, said, no, we're going to go with you. It's going to be farmed by his son. And she said, no, don't come with me. It's Why handled and it's passed on me? with care. Do I have it's more sons next. who could become your husbands? We on our I'm planet need to have a husband of this. I can't have more children it's that you could get married ours. to. And even if I it's had children right now, next, would you wait that long to us. marry them? We hold God's no, creation my daughter, she in said, trust. This is more bitter and for me our living. Than it, it is might for not you. always engender faith in our children or those around us. Everyone makes their own decisions. But our living and does give them an understanding that and we believe away. there is a way to live but with Ruth, which comes from God, clung to her, which we hope they hand. will grab on to as well. And Naomi said, "A way which will lead to life." She's going to her people and her God. Go back and for with her to your people, God, your families, and each other. And Ruth said, "No, don't ask today me to do that." And she said, "Where you go, I'm going to go. Hopelessness, where you stay, I'm going to stay with you. You can tell your own stories. Your families will be my families, and God is faithful. My God." And we are faithful. Where you die, that's where I'm going to die and be buried. May God deal with me ever so severely if even death separate us. May it be so. Well, when Ruth saw that Naomi, when Naomi saw that Ruth was not going to be encouraged to return, she said, okay, come with me. So they started heading home. Let's go. They went on their way to Bethlehem. And when they arrived in Bethlehem, Please stand if you the are whole able town to was astir because of them, because it had been a long time. And the people said, Let's be Naomi. Naomi said, Don't call me Naomi, which means pleasant or even happy. She said, Call me Mara, which means bitter. Let's have a seat here. And why do you think she would want to be called bitter? She said, Because the Almighty has made my life bitter. I went away full. I had a family, but it has brought me back empty. Father, the Lord has made my life Sometimes when you die, you get happy very fast. It's harder for us as a 
this out camping and didn't use it and the chalk it all stuck together and so does anybody you want one max no anybody else want one before you go please pray with okay. me okay you guys have a good morning you want to take one you can take a big one take a big one you god we thank you one. for yeah. the splendor of the whole all the guys, creation all gone. you can take as much as you want for now. the beauty of this yeah. world there you go for Alan. the wonder of life I help you? and for the mystery of are. love do you like chocolate we thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. This morning, we remember and pray for people in Do our we church family can we live without who hope? have lost loved ones and what is hope? are recovering from health Bruce Coburn sings a song, and in it he sings, I've seen the flame of hope among the hopeless. And that was God, truly the biggest heartbreak and extend of all. Your comfort to them. We need hope. But when it seems hopeless, God, thank you for our is congregation. it real? Is there actually Guide us to any? be a loving, generous, I wonder and about hope sometime. And I know some of us are more disposed to, to it than others need. are. Some of Except us say, oh, we have faith in God, so we, we have hope, and yet we find it really hard to hope. I think those questions about hope are more profound and challenging than we sometimes realize. In Ruth, there was a famine in the land. There was no insurance for Naomi once her husband and two sons had passed away. And Naomi makes no bones about it when she goes back home. My life is bitter because God has made it bitter. And they are reduced, as we'll see in the next chapter, to hand-to-mouth existence, gleaning grain in the fields. We too experience hopelessness. Those of you who have lost family, or spouses. For a while, it seems as if there just is no hope. And you wonder if there ever will be again. While our younger children, str- or while our children struggle, sometimes they might be when they're younger, sometimes as young adults, or as older adults, and their situation seems so hopeless to them and to us. And we can feel home- hopeless. Some of you are living with chronic pain, with cancer other medical or mental health issues which leave you feeling that there is no hope. Refugees have hope coming here, but they've also lived with the hopelessness of dislocation, sometimes for years, and now with the daunting challenges and realities of losing their culture and identity and their ways when they come here and life is so different than it was in the lands in which they live.
take time to become quiet. Breathe in and out slowly. And just make yourself comfortable. Thanks for that beautiful God, operatory. You have given us life. You love in Christ. For our closing song, please turn spirit. to number 421 in your hymn books. Here you are. Uh, blessed be the tie Here that binds, are. and please stand. We'll Here sing we verses together. 1 and 6. So if you're following in your book, just 1 and 6. Lord, we have that for which we are grateful, and we thank you now. fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the Lord, power we open of the ourselves Holy to you and your spirit Amen. open to living with you in all that will be and become part of our lives today and in the week to come husband's side, a man of standing in the clan of Elimelech. His name was Boaz. One day Ruth said to her mother-in-law, can I go out to the fields and gather leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I might find favor? And Naomi said, go ahead, my daughter. So Ruth went out, entered a field, and began to glean behind the harvesters. Well, it turned out she was working in the field of Boaz from the clan of Elimelech. Just then, Boaz arrived from Bethlehem, and he greeted his harvesters. The Lord be with you, and God bless you, they replied. And then he asked the overseers of his workers, who's that young woman belong to? And the overseer said to him, that's the Moabite who returned with Naomi from Moab. She came and asked, Can I glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters? She came in the morning, and she's remained until now except for a short break in the shelter. Boaz went to her and said, Don't go glean in another field. Don't go away from here. Stay here and work with the women who work for me. Watch the fields where the men are harvesting. 
and follow along with the women behind them. I've told the men not to lay a hand on you, and whenever you are thirsty, go and take a drink from the water jugs that the men have filled. At this, Ruth fell to the ground with her face to the ground and said, Why do I find such favor in your eyes that that you notice me, a foreigner? Boaz said, I've heard what you did for your mother-in-law when your husband died, how you left your father and your mother and your homeland and went to live with a people that you didn't know before. The Lord repay you for all that you've done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, by the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to find shelter. And then Naomi said, And may I continue to find favor in your eyes, for you have put me at ease by speaking kindly to your servant, even though I don't have the standing of one of your servants. At the mealtime, Boaz said, Come, have some bread and dip it in the wine vinegar. So when she sat down with the harvesters, and then he offered her by divine accident. And Naomi lauds that by saying, The Lord has not stopped showing loving kindness. Sometimes we see God bringing hope with that which happens entirely independent of us. We experience hope from beyond ourselves, from God. Sometimes we can't do anything but pray. And all we do is trust and hope that God is going to work doing something beyond ourselves. Enid likes to hear from our kids. You as mothers probably do too. A few weeks ago, after not hearing from one of them for a particularly long period of time, she wished slash prayed for a call. Now, she didn't text them, though, and guilt them into calling. She just knew it. And wouldn't you know it, on the day she wished, on the day she prayed, the call came out of nowhere. I remember Ken Clausen years ago asking us as a congregation to pray for a friend of his who had fallen off a ladder. And I mention that one because I think you also would have known who that was, or many of you would have. Heather Campbell Entz asked us for a con- as a congregation too, and I remember the words, pray with boldness, when Phil, our former pastor, our friend, had his medical crisis. This past week, Shirley and Elmer Joy had many people praying, many of us, as Elmer went through his medical crisis. Beyond our control, we pray. Those of you who have lost spouses or family, you know that it just takes time to grieve. You don't know when the healing's going to come. You can't create it. You can't bring it yourself. You have to leave it in hands other than your own, and you leave it in God's hands. I remember Tan and Tay's story when they came from Vietnam, crossing the sea in a boat, and all the dangers that were part of that journey. In so many ways, all that happened was out of their control, and they thank God for that trip and how they ended up here in Steinbeck. We pray for refugees now in that process leaving hopeless situations to try and find home somewhere else. Hope sometimes, simply, from God. There comes our two accompanists. (laughs) All right, let's sing a little bit more about rain. That was some rain. I was out walking last night and thinking, ah, 
All summer we've been looking at clouds like that and it doesn't come, but I guess it came and I, someone may have had to call for a ride home. <laughs> anyway, it was nice to have that refreshing rain. Please stand to sing Rain Down.
One day, Ruth's mother-in-law, Naomi, said to her, it's time that I find a good home for you, a place where you will be well provided for. Now, Boaz, whose women you have worked with, is a close relative of ours. Tonight, he's going to be winnowing barley at the threshing floor. So, get washed up, put on perfume, get dressed in your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor, but don't let him notice you until he's finished eating and drinking. Then when he lies down, note where he's lying. Go, uncover his feet, and lay down. He'll tell you what to do. I'll do whatever you ask, Ruth said to her mother-in-law. And that night she went down to the threshing floor and did all that her mother-in-law had told her to do. When Boaz had finished eating and drinking, and he was in good spirits, he went and lay down at the far end of the pile of wheat. Ruth went over quietly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. In the middle of the night, something startled him, and he turned, and there was a woman lying at his feet. Who are you, he asked. It's your servant Ruth, she said. Now, cover me with the edge of your garment, for you are our family's guardian redeemer. The Lord bless you, Boaz said, for this kindness is greater than the one that you showed previously, for you've not run after younger men, either rich or poor. And so now I will do what you ask, for you're a woman of noble character. The people of my town know that. Although I am a close relative, there is one closer than I. So stay here for the night. In the morning, if he will do his duty as your guardian redeemer, then let him do it. Let him redeem you. But if not, as surely as the Lord lives, I will do it. So she laid there for the night at his feet. But she got up before anyone could be recognized, for he said, it's not good that a woman should be seen coming to the threshing floor. And then he said to her, hold out the shawl that you have, that you're wearing. And he poured six measures of barley into it. And then he helped place the bundle on her, and he went back to town. Ruth, meanwhile, went back to her mother-in-law. And Naomi asked her, so how did it go, my daughter? And Ruth told her all that Boaz had said. And he gave me these six measures of barley, she added, telling me, don't go back to your mother-in-law empty-handed. And Naomi said, Then wait now, my daughter, until you see what happens. For the man will not rest until this matter is settled today. Meanwhile, Boaz went to the city gate and sat down, just as the guardian redeemer that he had mentioned came walking by. Come on over here, my friend, he said to them, and sit down. And so he went over and sat down. Then Boaz got ten elders from the town and said to them, Sit here. And they did so. Then Boaz said to the guardian redeemer, Naomi has returned from Moab and is selling the property of our relative Elimelech. Now I thought I should bring it to your attention and suggest to you that you buy it in the presence of these people seated here and the elders of our town. If you will redeem it, then do so. But if not, tell me so that I will know For no one has the right to do this except you, and I am next in line. I'll redeem it, he said. Then Boaz added, 
And the day that you acquire the land from Naomi, you also acquire Ruth, the Moabite, the dead man's widow, to maintain the name of the dead with the property. Then the guardian redeemer said, well, then I cannot do it. You redeem it. That would endanger my own estate. In those days in Israel, for redemption and transfer of land to be made final, one party would take off their sandal and hand it to the other. That was the method of legalizing transfers in Israel. So the guardian redeemer looked at Boaz. He said, you buy it yourself. And then he took off his sandal. Then Boaz announced to the elders and the people, Today then you are my witnesses, that I buy from Naomi all the land belonging to Elimelech and Kilion and Malon. And I acquire Ruth, the Moabite, Malon's widow, to be my wife in order to maintain the name of the dead with the property so that his name doesn't disappear from among his family and his hometown. Today you are my witnesses. And then the elders and at the people at the gate said, We are your witnesses. May the woman coming into your home be like like Rachel and Leah, who together built up the family of Israel. And may you have standing in Ephrathah. May you become famous in Bethlehem. So Boaz took Naomi, took Ruth. She became his wife. And when he made love to her, the Lord enabled her to conceive, and she gave birth to a son. And the women said to Naomi, Praise be to the Lord, who has not left you without a guardian redeemer. May he become famous in Israel. He will renew your life. He will sustain you in your old age. For your daughter-in-law... Who loves you and is better than seven sons has given birth to him. And Naomi took the child in her arms and cared for him. And the women said, Naomi has a son. And they named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, who was the father of David. Last week, Ange, with help from some others, was painting as Sunday school rooms in preparation for the fall when children's church begins again. We're having lunch together, and she and Amanda spoke about how it seemed far less daunting when there were more people helping. And there were days when there were a number of people helping Ange paint. In our story, Ruth does not abandon her mother-in-law. Then they make and implement a plan, depend on Boaz to be faithful to God as they do. In this, they receive security. And then the community takes over. And I'm going to explain this part because I've used the term a couple of times. The guardian redeemer. Those were support rules. The redeemer function came from a strong sense of family solidarity within Israel where a family would come to the aid of distressed family members. When a family member would fall into debt, maybe because of illness or inability to work the land, they might have to sell the land or in this case, Naomi was a widow with no sons, then the responsibility to buy the land rested with the family for future generations so that they would, the name would not be lost and that the family would be taken care of. Faithfulness to this practice, and no one knows how well it actually worked or how much it was actually practiced and used because as we saw in this case, the buyer said, I can't do it, it will endanger my own estate. But that 
rule, that command, meant that God's hopes for all to be cared for would be realized by the actions of the community and the family. We experience hope from God, and we experience hope when we all follow Jesus into living with, with and for each other. I sat at Soup's on the other day, and some of you volunteer there. I talked with people who have become community to each other in many ways. The other night I heard about a very difficult situation, a family that has broken up. But that person who comes there and sits there day after day or week after week at Soup's on finds hope and help because they come to that place, they've come to know other people, and it's their place of community. It's hope for them. We here at Grace, simply in being or in what we actually do, we provide hope for people that they're not alone. And we need to continually look around to see how that hope can be nurtured by us. I've spoken with a couple of people recently that are going through difficult times who have told me how much they appreciate the community, grace, acting and praying on their behalf. We have resources. The other day I heard someone talking about someone else who had lent a large sum of money to someone and they might not get it back. Yes, that's an example, actually, of what we could all be doing with money that maybe we wouldn't miss if we used it to be God's hands and feet helping others. Ronald Rollheiser writes about praying for people in his book, The Holy Longing. He wonders about how often we are to be answers to our prayers. If we're praying that someone has friends or material resources or job opportunities, we can. When finished praying, he says, be those friends. Give those resources. Advocate or provide for those jobs. Prayer is then, he says, for God to cause us to be faithful as much as it is for those who need us to be faithful. To close, life is long. It's never over until it's over. Hope for us and for those who come after us is found in the long story. We hope for the future. We don't just live for now. God's work is not only for us. We are instant gratification folks in our culture, and we can do a lot of living for now and for ourselves, and we can forget that we live for the future, to pass things on. Faith in Jesus, good life, on and on and on. In Ruth, it's the future that Naomi finally sees a son, renewed life and sustained in her old age. And in the names of Obed and Jesse and David, who we recognize, we see a line that we recognize, don't we? A story we celebrate every Christmas. As Jesus followers, we can't help but see that this is the story of Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior, being born to give hope to the world. Born to the line of David. Because of God's work and faithfulness of people in this story. God's work... Our lives are so much bigger than us. My cousin is here this weekend. We're celebrating a 90th birthday with family, and a few members have come from Saskatchewan. He's farming land that was farmed by his dad, which was farmed previously by his, by my grandfather, and which I've heard correctly, and he said yesterday it's true, that's going to be farmed by his son, fourth generation. It's handled and it's passed on with care because it's for the next We on our planet need to be reminded of this. It's not only ours. It's for those who are coming next, 
who are coming after us. We hold God's creation in trust. And our living, it might not always engender faith in our children or those around us. Everyone makes their own decisions. But our living does give them an understanding that we believe there is a way to live with which comes from God, which we hope they will grab onto as well, a way which will lead to life, life for ourselves and for others with God and each other, hope for all, today and into the future. Hopelessness turned to hope. You could tell your own stories. When God is faithful and we are faithful, God's work is done among us, bringing hope to that which seems hopeless. May it be so. Amen. Please stand if you are able to sing Glorify Thy Name. Please pray with me. God, we thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts, and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. 
We thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. This morning, we remember and pray for people in our church family who have lost loved ones, are recovering from health complications, or are awaiting on medical procedures. God, please be present and extend your comfort to them. God, thank you for our congregation. Guide us to be a loving, generous, and supportive community, reaching out to those in need. Accept these gifts we offer. Amen. Thanks for that beautiful operatory, Meredith. For our closing song, please turn to number 421 in your hymn books. Uh, Blessed be the tie that binds, and please stand. We'll sing verses 1 and 6. So if you're following in your book, just 1 and 6. Thank you. 
of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.